This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Welcome to another episode. Today, we are going to talk about how restaurants can use social media for customer service. Um, To be honest, a lot of these things uh, other businesses can actually uh, use uh, for their own customer service needs. Um, Little known fact, I would say, uh, 67% of consumers uh, now turn to social networks, especially Facebook and Twitter, uh, for customer service questions or complaints, actually. Um, and I think we see this a lot with, uh, you know, anytime there's a negative um, experience with a customer, um, they almost directly go to social media. And I think the number one reason why is because, it, one, they, they, they get almost immediate response um, rather than trying to call a 1-800 number or uh, sending an email or something like that, where it might take, you know, a day or two, hopefully not two. Um, but with social media, you get that instant response from not only uh, the business owner, but also other consumers. Right. I think social media has changed the way that people interact with brands. Like before, I'm thinking, um, you know, Brands didn't know that customers were talking bad about them unless somebody like really wrote a letter. And if you put in the effort, I know even now, like put in an effort to write somebody a letter or like to go by there in person and to tell them it's by that point they've already cooled off. And I don't know. It's just uh, it's crazy how quickly um, social media has changed the way that customer service needs to like up their game, which yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the number one thing here uh, is you know, how restaurants can use social media for customer service. So the number one advice that we would try to give you, um, and I think this goes, uh, I guess, against some of the things that we've said in the past, um, but be, at least have your big three social networks set up. We're talking about Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, Instagram as a restaurant, I mean, you should just, you should have Instagram no matter what. Um, because it's always, you know, a, a good, uh, we always recommend, you know, restaurants where you can visually, uh, show things, uh, like food and drinks and atmosphere, uh, very easily using Instagram. Um, but Facebook and Twitter definitely, um, are the ones where, you know, people go to vent, you know, so definitely have, uh, I mean, obviously I think the number one social network that we recommend every business owner to have is Facebook. Um, but Twitter is, I think is one that's kind of like left out. Um, and we're not saying that you have to be super active on Twitter or anything like that. Um, but at least have that account set up so that you are already prepared for, you know, if something happens where, I mean, there's a huge thing that, that happened. I think actually there was a restaurant, um, here in Allen that, uh, I believe it was, it was Dodie's, Dodie's place, that Cajun, um, they had a huge thing on social media and it was because, I mean, I'm not going to explain it, but it had to do with the, the pictures that they portrayed on their bathroom doors. Um, I mean, they ended up changing the place's name, probably changed business owners. I don't know, but, um, that was a huge ordeal and that started on Facebook. And I mean, people, it went viral. Yeah, it went went viral. Yeah. Uh, people were leaving like horrible reviews on Facebook. Um, I'm not sure if they were on Twitter or not, but you never know what can happen. So it's better to be prepared and just have those three major social networks set up um, so that when something like this 
happens, you're at least monitoring those big three already. Right. And I think that leads us into the next uh, point here. And uh, even before that, I know we're talking about like customer service from like you have to do customer service, like um, the reputation side and like making sure that you don't tarnish your brand. But having good customer service could also be that somebody says like, wow, this is a great you know place to eat. And they're talking about on Twitter, just even responding and saying like, hey, thanks for checking us out. You know, here's a coupon. Check it out with, you know, your friends next time or something. That's also part of the customer service part. So it's not always damage control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That being said, you can't help your customers if you don't know that they're talking about you. So our next point here is to make sure that notifications are turned on. Somebody in the business needs to have notifications turned on so that you can be responsive. Most people, um, I can't remember the exact data, but basically you have an hour to two hours to respond to something like that. And then people become very frustrated or very upset. Now, if it's positive, you know, you maybe got a little bit longer, but if somebody's very upset, like, hey, there was, you know, a rock in my food or something, and you wait days to respond, mm-hmm. that's just gonna fuel the fire. You just, I would not even change anything like that. So by just simply having a notification turned on, going in and messaging that person and responding to them um, privately and, or publicly and then going private and just trying to really like put a handle on the situation that that could potentially put out a ton of fires but you have to know about it first yeah and like Aaron said like you know you have your notifications turned on um don't rely just on those notifications and don't rely just on yourself um if you can have yourself as a business owner um as a restaurant owner and someone else you know hire in your uh, staff um that also has those notifications turned on um that'll be great that'll be almost like a having a backup but beyond that you should also you know be checking it you know Every day, at least every day, uh, just pick one time, you know, throughout the day where you're like, okay, I'm going to check on new reviews, new postings, um, new things that are people are, people are talking about my restaurant. Um, other options with the notifications uh, beyond just having your notifications on social media turned on, um, I think there are things like uh, Google Alerts, um, yep. and there's another company called Talkwalker where you can input. Uh, the name of your restaurant, uh, name of your restaurant and location and things like that. Um, and they will automatically send you emails on, you know, when, when your restaurant is being meant, where your, your restaurant has been mentioned, um, online, uh, which is excellent to keep track of where the conversations are, are happening. Cool. We will definitely put that in the show notes. Do you know if that's a free service or not? Talkwalker has, yeah. Cause I have it set up for, for us for bid branding. Um, so I get email notifications, um, and it, it is a free service. I know they have paid, paid so options. you can do, yeah, you can get it like almost immediately when it happens. I think what we have right now is like a, um, a daily report or something like that. Very cool. So yeah, highly suggest, like you said, this episode is for restaurant owners, but we're using it too. So highly would suggest, uh, to get that app. Yep. All right, so if you are new, this is our part where we like to explain and tell you guys a little bit more about bit branding. Um, and today I want to talk to you about your favorite thing. Um, it is the number one driver of your business, and it could be a make or break, and it could be the reason you go out of business or have a very, very successful business. And that is your website. So everything stems from your website and grows out. So we're talking about social networks. If you have a social platform, but you don't have a website for somebody to check out, um, a lot of times that will um, 
not necessarily look good for you. People want to know if you have a website and people are asking, you know, hey, everybody's on social media. Do I need a website? The answer is still yes, you need a website. So that being said, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, my business is serious, but I don't have one, you should definitely give us a call. Or actually, the best thing would be to send us an email, hello at bitbranding.co or any social platform at bitbranding. But get a website and make sure it's a good one. Make sure it's mobile friendly. If you don't have a mobile friendly website, that would also be a good one for us. Awesome. All right. So back to our show, um, we're talking about how restaurants can use social media for customer service. Um, I have another little stat for you. When companies engage and respond to customer service requests over social media, those customers spend 20 to 40% more money with that company than any other customer. And that's huge. Wow. That's huge. And we're talking about, you know, like Aaron was talking, like you don't have to just do damage control. Like customer service is about, you know, engaging with your audience, engaging with your customers um, and just, you know, doing things a little bit different. That may be worth it, honestly, to pay somebody seven to ten dollars an hour to, you know, if you if you have enough of a following to actually just engage and, and to have that customer service role uh, 20 to 40 percent. And that's a that is a huge number there. I think that that person would pay for themselves. So, yeah. Um, so a, a great tool that will help your customer service efforts um, are bots. Um, I think bots are kind of like a new buzzword going around. I think it started maybe two years ago. Um, but now is really when they're, it's really heating up and a lot of people are using it. Um, uh, there's a lot of companies that have um, came up from, you know, the word bots like uh, ManyChat, uh, ChatFuel, uh, just to name a few. And uh, bots allow you to automatically, you know, uh, channel or funnel some of your uh, customer uh, questions or requests. Uh, you know, it could be either on your website or it could be on, on Facebook uh, where you can set these bots so that, you know, when customers have, uh, you know, just regular questions like, are, are your hours changing on Memorial Day? Uh, you can easily, you know, have the bot respond to, you know, those kind of queries. Um, and beyond that, you know, the bots can, you know, take them to different pages on your, you know, if it's a bot on your website, um, they can take you to, or take the customer to different pages on the website. Um, and if, if there's something like escalating or something that the bot cannot handle, then that's something that will go directly to, to you. Yeah. I guess the main thing with bots is that it's not meant to replace it. It's just meant to help customers get through to to you so that you don't have to waste as much time answering the same questions over and over again. I know we have some uh, client who uh, they get asked probably 12 to 15 times per day what their address is when it's on their Facebook page. So just eliminating that amount of time would be very good customer service. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, if you want to get started with some bots, um, I believe the one, the two that I mentioned, I think they might offer some free, they do free, um, options. free options for that. So that was uh, manychat.com and chatfuel.com. Yeah. Think, if you just well. type yeah. in both of those, those are the big players in the in the bot world. Yeah, and there, I think I feel like they're the easiest to to navigate to. So, absolutely. All right, uh, so there you have it. Um, how restaurants can use social media for customer service. Uh, if you enjoy this episode and you think that uh, a business owner beyond a restaurant actually could benefit from this, then send them a link 
to this episode. Um, if you want a, a good link with the show notes and uh, some of the links to the websites that we talked about, uh, make sure to check out bitbranding.co forward slash podcast. I think it's podcast or podcasts. T, no plural. No plural. So just podcast. Um, and right there we have a full running list of all the episodes that we've done uh, where you can easily listen to them and uh, follow along with our show notes. Um, also, if you're enjoying this episode, um, whether you're on the podcast app, Spotify, I don't know if Spotify allows you to do that, um, Google Play, um, just leave us a review. Um, let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want to hear. I know we've done some different episodes lately. Um, so if you enjoy more of an interview style episode, let us know. If you enjoy more of the, uh, I think we had one where uh, a business owner gave us like four or five questions uh, for us to answer. And that was pretty fun. Uh, so let us know. Um, we would love to uh, tweak the marketing natives to, you know, what our listeners are wanting to listen. So. I think that we almost got all the way through this episode. I don't mean to cut you off there, but I believe that the way that this is coming out, this is going to be episode 52. So this will be the official release date of one year with the Marketing Natives. So we'll probably have to talk about that a little bit later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So official one year and then do everything that Christian said. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later. The Marketing Natives podcast is a production of Bit Branding.